Hello, and welcome to the Live, Lead, Succeed podcast, where you'll be inspired to become the best version of yourself, overcome limiting mindsets, and grow into the leader of excellence you were called to be. Here's your leadership and lifestyle coach and guide, Stacy Barlow-Hill. Hello, Succeeders. This is Stacey Barlow. Hail your leadership and lifestyle coach, helping you to become the best version of yourself and lead successfully. As you can see, I have a guest with me today. I have Mr. Sam Lucci, and I'm going to um, let him tell a little bit about himself. But um, Sam is an entrepreneur. He started out as an educator. Um, he has gone on to train other um, business owners and work for multi-million dollar companies and start and organize multi-million dollar companies. He has a um, initiative right now he's working on called the Think More, We Act Less. So Sam, welcome. I'm happy to have you today. How are you? I'm fine. And thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Yes, I got to know Sam a little bit. Um, Last month I was on his podcast and um, got to um, get to know him and to talk about Live, Lead, Succeed. So now we're doing the reverse and I'm going to hear more about you and your journey today. So, all right. So I I gave the people a little bit about you. So why don't you go ahead and um, just give your version of yourself and and your kind of your shortened journey here. Okay, sure. I, uh, I'll tell you who I am, what I'm doing today, who I am, what I'm doing, I guess. And then I'll go into a little background on how I got here. But uh, I am the uh, I'm the co-owner of Cabinet World and Bathford. I own that with Frank Rutowski. He and I actually met in college, and we've been in business together since 1972, longer than a lot of people have been married. So most people say you can't have a successful partnership. We have had one. And uh, we are a total offset with each other. He's... Uh, He's incredible and supported me every day. And of course I support him too, but uh, we started out with nothing. We were both school teachers actually. And, uh, and then we built the businesses that uh, Cabinet World and Bath Fitter are, they're approaching $20 million now in annual sales, which is very large for that type of, of, a, of a company. We, uh, uh, we will be franchising our system in about two years. That's something that's never been done. And that's, the reason we're going to be able to do that is because of the training program that I developed to train salespeople nice. and, and business business people, uh, professionals and business. That's why we're going to be able to do that. Uh, so uh, I mean, about two years we'll be doing that. I also own uh, Partners to People, which is a corporate, and I have two uh, uh, different things here, two, two entities. One of them is Think More React Less Educational Initiative. Uh, that is what I'm actually doing is giving away to the whole world the the secret that I found or was allowed to discover maybe would be a better way to say it. And I don't want that to die with me. So I'm giving that we're, we're just starting it right now, the educational initiative, Think More React Less. Now you can get that Think More React Less.com. The uh, other part of a uh, other program that we have is that's a nonprofit. The for-profit is Platinum Edge. And in Platinum Edge, what we do is train you to the the rest. Uh, You won't get the full measure of Think More React Less. It'll give you a good start, but you really need coached and, uh, you know, brought through the whole program to get the total benefit. But I make the statement that uh, you have to be as expert in dealing with people as you are expert in what you do. And we've never Mm -hmm. been taught that. We've never been, nobody teaches it, even the finest institutions 
do not teach that. And uh, what I have done through the years is built a program to articulate that. And it, uh, it's a science to me now. There's no more mystery to it. You know, people only behave in one of four ways. You have to see that in three seconds and adjust your behavior. When you learn to communicate, you realize it's about listening, not talking. When you, I don't care what you do, you need a process. So those are the other three modules that we add to the attitude module. And then uh, that makes up our Platinum Edge program. So we have a, a nonprofit that we're giving away to the entire world. And then we have a for-profit to help business owners train their salespeople and train their staffs. Uh, so nice. that's that's what I do. Absolutely. And you're, um, which part, of, I know in the Think More, React Less, you, you, one of the programs is absolutely free on there, right? It's all free. On, that, on the yeah. educational initiative, it's free. And that is the what we call the B code and breakout. That's what we're getting the patent. We have a patent pending on that. It's that new. Mm -hmm. What we've done there is we say we've cracked the code on human behavior, and we really have. And what it what it comes down to, think of it as an owner's manual for a person. I mean, that may sound like, well, what are you talking about? But uh, you know, I before I discovered what I discovered, I didn't know what made me do what I do. I didn't know why I would uh, get react to this or get upset by that or why I would feel down about this or feel excited about that. And it explains all that to you. But more important than that, it explains to you how to change that, change your attitude to get the behavior that you want. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, lots of people could tell you, as I was, I've been on this mission for 50 years, you know, one of your questions is, do you know your why and how do you, how does you discover it? And I got to tell you that, uh, yeah, I knew my why when I was pretty young. I'd go back to 14, 15, maybe. I couldn't put it in words, but I was always chasing the same thing. Is what really excites me is to is to figure out something and solve some problem that I understand. If I have no understanding of any interest in it here, but for some reason human behavior and so forth always intrigued me. And and I always wanted to help people live a better life. It's been something that's why I went into school teaching. One time I was very religious, I was Eucharistic minister, not anymore. But I went into politics. I always figured, you know, try to help people live better, you know, do, do better than they do. And that was really was my why. And how did I discover it? I think I just, I just, it just happened. You know, I can't say that I discovered it, but I can say I was on a mission all my life to find it. And that mission took me to the, to find the beacon breakout that we're getting the patent for. That's the part, part that we're giving away. Um, I will say this, I was uh, obsessed with looking for it. I, uh, I subordinated everything to that cause. I mean, uh, you know, myself, my, my relationships, uh, my business, I use my business as a research and development center. They provided the funds to keep financing it, you know, and I, I made hundreds of hiring failures and learned from them, you know, until I could piece it together little by little. I started out by studying all the known things that, that was out there. And when I, when I saw I couldn't get anywhere with it, I read this book uh, probably 30 years ago, around 30 years ago. It's called Think, More, uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. It was written in 1937 yeah. in the basement of the White House. Now, I became a student of Napoleon Hill, so I've studied everything I could get my hands on. I never met him, but anything he ever said or, or wrote, I've got, I probably have it. Uh, I, I became, you know, he was like a mentor to me, even though I never met him. And I was intrigued because he said, he talked about the power of the human mind. And uh, uh, he said, whenever you realize it in the book, put the book down, raise a glass of wine, because it's going to change your life. Well, I knew he was right. And I knew what he was saying was true. But I couldn't make it work. 
and he made the statement, there's no way to explain man's indifference to himself. So I, that's where I picked up. I know why man is indifferent to himself and how man can stop being indifferent to himself and, and build the life that they want. So Napoleon Hill was 100% on target, but he didn't know why he couldn't make it work. And I picked it up right there. And that's how we came up, I guess, with think, uh, think more, react less, or think to win. You know, uh, thinking is the key to success. Reacting is the key to, to loss. Uh, most humans are reacting most of the time and don't know it. If you would have told me that I was reacting before I understood this, I would have been arguing with you. No, I'm not. I would say I know it as a fact. <laughs> when I didn't know it as a fact at all, I was just trying to shove it down your throat, and it was a bunch of garbage. But we don't realize when we're thinking and when we're not. And the first thing you learn in the B code is, you know, am I thinking or am I not? You know, so anyway, that's that's me, and that's how I came to find the B code. So wonderful. Now you mentioned that you started um, as an educator. How do you feel that maybe your time um, in that position kind of helped you towards entrepreneurship or prepared you for entrepreneurship? I think I've always been an entrepreneur probably from the time I was seven, eight years old. And I, I don't mean to be silly about that, but you know, entrepreneurs are free spirits. I'm a free spirit. I'm a dreamer. Uh, they don't like routine. I never liked routine. I grew up alone. We I was a little farm, you know, we had, my sister was my only playmate. There was no other children around to play with. So I spent all my time pretty much by myself and thinking and in the woods and, you know, on the farm and things like that. So I think I've always been an entrepreneur, but, Education. I start. I went to uh, college. I was going to study law, and uh, I got off of that real quick. I'm glad I didn't do that. I wouldn't. I would not have been my calling. But uh, so I just defaulted into education. And if you think about it, it fits right into wanting to help people. So that was a natural, easy move for me. And uh, I studied comprehensive social sciences, things like that: history, economics, uh, civics, political science. And then eventually I did social issue courses in my last year or two there. Uh, I loved it. I love the topic. I love the study of humans and, you know, they're from the beginning of time till now. So that was good now, but you starve to death when you're a school teacher. I don't know what to do now, but I mean, literally they, we, we had, it wasn't a living wage when we started. So I always had two jobs. I had two jobs. I worked my way through school myself. I didn't burden the family. And, uh, you know, when I got out of school, I just kept going. I had two jobs and we would work Saturdays, Sundays, weekends and summer. And then I uh, did that for seven years, I think. And then I started a business part-time with a, another person who's full-time. And then I just quit it and went full-time with the business. And, and I've been there ever since and I love it. So uh, it, it, it was right along with my, you know, my why is the best way I can tell you. But I did learn that you can't really, uh, you know, students weren't really open, you know. Uh, I remember I was teaching a course in marriage and family living, okay, and we were teaching birth control as part of the curriculum, right? This is back in 1976, 76, okay. And don't you know one of my girls in one of the class gets pregnant? You know, I'm thinking, <laughs> we just talked about that, how that <laughs> happens, you know. <laughs> you listen yeah. very well, but that would be an example. I guess I didn't understand it wasn't just about information and it was all about motion. Motion, and, uh, yeah. So, so I don't know if that helps you in understanding that, but uh, yes, absolutely. I love to teach now. I teach adults, so I never stop yeah. teaching. I absolutely. 
So what still keeps you going? I mean, you said you've been doing this over 50 years and you've seen a lot. I'm sure you've learned a lot of lessons. Um, but what what still keeps you energized and um, keeps you? You just mentioned you're um, wanting to franchise your company in a couple of years. So that that takes a lot of energy and, and effort to still continue on that path. So what's still keeping you going at this point? Well, I'll be very honest about that. Uh, we're going to franchise my company, but I'm not going to do it. My management team's going to do it. I hired a couple of professionals, okay. and okay. Uh, you know, if I'm if I want to be totally honest with myself, I was never that infatuated with my business. I was infatuated with understanding people, and my business supported mm -hmm. that, and it still does. I mean, I want to do that because it was a it was something I wanted to do when I was 25, 28 years old. And now that I have this uh, information, I can, you know, I can change behavior, I can do that. But what makes me get up in the morning, uh, you know, I'll be 74 on July 11th. And what makes me get up in the morning is the same old thing that I you know, said, the why. I mean, I love to help people live a better life, you know. And when I when I look at how we live in, as, you know, at home, I, I divide it up at work, at home, at play. You know, at, at home is who you spend your life with, whoever the other people in your life are. Uh, at work is how you make a living and at play is how you take care of yourself. Well, I was very poor at taking care of myself. I, I would always come last, you know, I, I'm overweight and I'm getting on top of that right now. Now I get everything else under control. I'm working on that. But, you know, when you look at, you know, we fight with each other, we argue with each other. We still try to cheat each other out of money. None of that is necessary. It's all, it's all ridiculous, you know, and I, I want to see people live a better life. I'll never forget. I was probably 10, 11 years old. My dad and I were watching this movie on TV, and it was obviously a war movie, and it was obviously in the Pacific. And, uh, and the submarine was blowing up these oil tankers. You know, there's about six or seven of them in a row, five. And they were blowing up these oil tankers. And I told my dad, I said, why on earth did they blow these oil tankers up? And he said, well, he said, in war, you have to kill your enemy's supply lines. Okay, I accepted the answer intellectually, but I thought, man, why don't they just get together and split that oil instead of blowing it up? So I've always seen are the things that we do as humans that don't make sense. I was able to see that at a very early age and I've always wanted to help do something about that. And with the B code and breakout, that changes that entire paradigm. I'm not the same person I used to be. I mean, uh, I'm a dominant person. So uh, I would have told you exactly what you need to know because of course I was the smartest person in the world, you know, and I didn't have any problems <laughs> trying to tell people that. And then as I learned what I learned, I think nobody wants to hear you. They have their lives to live, and they have to make their their learning experiences just like you did. So now I never do that. I'm, if I want to offer you any suggestion at all, I ask you, would you like to consider? And if you say no, I don't. If you say yes, I offer. And then if you if you accept it, fine. If you don't accept it, that's okay too. See the dysfunction. Whenever you can think and feel together, you're functional. Whenever you can't think and feel together, you're dysfunctional. So what does that mean? That means that whenever we feel a negative emotion. Fear, and it's all fear, you know, whether it's doubt, whether it's anger, whether it's resentment, or feeling unloved or unwanted or whatever. Whenever you feel that, your intellect will not work with your emotions. Then that causes you to become dysfunctional. And we're, most of us are dysfunctional most of the time, unfortunately. We are and don't know it. That's what the B code shows you. So, you know, we're, your life is an exact uh, measure as to where that stuff stops in your in your emotional system and where you can start to live in truth because the more you can live in truth the better your life's going to get on every every account if you want to make more money you have to get rid of the opinions that are not are not allowing you 
if you want to be healthier, mm -hmm. you got to get rid of the opinions that are not allowing you to be healthy. There is nothing else. And uh, the best thing I can say to your audience is what, what Napoleon Hill said is what the mind of man can conceive and believe it can achieve. And that is very true. What the mind of man can conceive and believe it can achieve. And what I found mm -hmm. is what the mind of man does believe it does achieve. Sounds the same, totally different. Yeah. So in other words, if yeah. I believe I'm only allowed to make $60,000 a year annually, and I try to make more than that, I'll, I won't be able to do it. I know it might sound, mm -hmm. come on, you got to be kidding me. No, that's what's that. If I mm -hmm. believe I deserve to be punished because I was a bad boy when I stole a cookie when I was 11, okay, uh, I would still be wanting to punish myself for stealing that cookie when I was 11. I know it sounds strange or weird, but it's true. Uh, we have thousands, maybe 10,000 opinions, beliefs, lies, you can call them whatever you want, buried inside of us. They act out on our behavior first. If they're not there, then they can't act out. So there's really nothing to learn. There's only something to take away, which is opinions. Now, how do you develop a belief? Well, it's very simple. A belief is nothing but a feeling of certainty about something, anything. You know, maybe you don't like liver. I cannot eat liver. Uh, that's a belief. Many people eat liver and it's fine. Um, but there's a lot of other things I can eat. I don't have to eat liver. But let's suppose that you, uh, you don't feel that you're worthy enough or good enough. And I never met anybody who didn't. I'll raise my hand to be number one. Uh, well, you, you deny yourself. You know, uh, my company will be franchised in a couple of years. I mean, for most of my life, I worked for wages. I literally worked for wages and uh, I did not allow myself to, 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 to have money. And then when I got rid of those beliefs, then I, was, I allowed myself to have money or there, the B code would have never come into existence. And I certainly wouldn't be sitting here talking to you now. So I had to get rid of those beliefs, mm -hmm. opinions, and so the thing I'm going to tell you is this, remember this, anybody ever listens to this podcast, the most important takeaway today is whatever you believe you make true in your life, whatever you believe you make true in your life. So if you look at your life and you look at your lack, you look at what you don't want and you look at what you do want that you're not getting, I guarantee you, just as much as I'm sitting here talking to you, there is a belief between you and that. And if you could find that and eliminate it, then you can move yourself forward to, the, to what you want. And I have a process to do that called breakout. It's very exact. We give it away in the Think More React Less program, you know. Now, to get the total full measure of it, you need coached. I mean, I'm not, you're going to understand it and you'll move yourself light years by just understanding and working with it. But if you really want to, really want to get to, to, the, to, to the bottom yourself quickly, then you're going to want to be coached. And uh, we'll, we'll have a program to train trainers. You know, we have a program to train trainers. I'm just getting started with that. As a matter of fact, I'm looking for my first trainer to train, and then they will train trainers. I'm looking right now. I put it on D last night. So we're, we're just okay. starting to do that. So anyway, that's what we do. Whatever you believe, you make true in your life. Absolutely. Cool. I'm glad you said that because that's um, something that I harp on a lot on uh, my on the Live, Lead, Succeed platform is mindsets and uh, limiting beliefs and everything. So now they know it's not just me saying this. They have someone that's that's been in this game for a long time. And it, it, it really is. It starts in your mind. It starts with what you believe and what you tell yourself your brain is going to believe. So um, I appreciate that. Sure. Absolutely. So earlier, um, Sam, you were talking about, you know, maybe some things that you've learned along the way. And what what would you consider maybe um, to be maybe a failure that you've learned from along the way? Um, I don't think anybody that has reached, you know, a level of success has done so without some type of failure. But is there anything that stood out over your um, career that 
maybe sure. looked like a failure at the time that turned out to be yeah, something good want, or a lesson learned? I don't want to be a double, sound like I'm double speaking. Am I answers going too long? Are they okay with you? When I oh, you're okay. Little, yeah, we're good. Okay. okay yeah. Cause I, I, I can talk forever about this. <laughs> but you know, I look at the failures now and I understand them more as learning experiences. I really do. And that's not a, I'm not copping out. When I was going through them, sure, I would have thought I was called in Paris. Twice in my life, I lost all my money. You know, mm. I, I lost it all and started over. Uh, looking back, best thing that ever happened to me, but not at the time. You know, mm. um, I felt uh, completely unloved at one point. I mean, uh, when I got divorced, I've been divorced twice, actually. When I got divorced the first time, you know, everybody turned against me. Everybody pretty much turned against me. I don't think I had anybody left in my corner in my world. Uh, mm. And then, you know, then people saw the truth about things that came back. So I think my relationships were failures, you know, but they were, they were also learning experiences. I have two wonderful children. Uh, I have a great uh, relationship with my first wife, the mother of my children. I take care of her yet. I still do. And uh, my second wife is very capable of taking care of herself. She's a natural born salesperson. She helped me launch the bat for the business, you know, but we have a good, a decent relationship. I would say it's good enough, you know, but, uh, you know, I look at all of my past experiences as learning experiences. And I, I think that's a fair statement because each one I learned from now, probably the most profound experience I ever remember in my life was being sued in federal district court by a person who was a independent contractor who claimed that she was an employee. And, and filed a suit for religious discrimination against me. And we mm. went, oh God, this thing went on for, I don't know, five years, three years, a long time. I mean, I'm, I can't mm -hmm. tell you how many times I was deposed. And, you know, the court system is a, well, that's another story. Okay, today, I, if I was deposed, I would smile and have a good time, but I was, uh, I was naive and I, I took it serious, you know, and uh, now I know what I'm doing, but we had a, we had a, we went to federal district court in Pittsburgh and had a trial for five days. And at the end of the trial, they agreed with me that she was not an employee. She was an independent contractor. Therefore, she couldn't have been violated, but we didn't violate her anyway. We would have, but we didn't have to do that part. So that was most probably the most profound experience I ever remember and the most intimidating, very intimidating. But I, when I look at myself, how I grew from how many beliefs I got rid of, had to get rid of because of it you know, opinion. So uh, it grew me up and got me ready to do, to put this, take this B code to the world. So I, again, you know, at the time it was, it was, it was terrifying, but now it's, uh, as you can see me smiling. It was no big deal. You know, I learned from it and that's how I live life now. You know, if I have an adversity today, I'll just ask one question. What, what do I need to learn? What do I need to learn? What behavior do I need to change? Cause I was a cavalier person, you know, I'm, you know, them, the torpedoes full speed ahead. You know, you say, I can't do it. I'll show you. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> I'm done with that insanity. Okay. Awesome. Wonderful. Well, Sam, thank you. Um, I'd like to end on this question. And um, we talk about finding our versions of success a lot of times. And a lot of times when people hear the word success, they instantly think it's houses and cars and money. And, you know, we have to learn to find what our version of success is. And I, I'm curious to know what your version of success is and if you feel that you've reached that in your life. Uh, yes, but just recently. 
My version of success in life is uh, success in all three areas of your life. In other words, you're doing what you want to make a living and it's working. Uh, your relationships are working. My relationships now are working. And, uh, and you take care of yourself. That was my last question. You know, I uh, went to a nutritionist, the physician who specializes in that, more of a holistic doctor. And mm -hmm. I'm starting, you know, the last three weeks I'm walking in the morning. I get up at six o'clock instead of 7.30. I get up at six, I walk. I'm out there, I go in and loosen up. My, and my joints are, I'm trying to rehabilitate myself. Now I'm not like, I don't take any medicine and I'm not have any major conditions, but I haven't, so that's what it's, so success to me is when you're taking care of yourself, taking care of your relationships are in order and you're making money with more. as much as you know, not as much as somebody else tells you you should have. If you're trying to make money, your ego's making you or telling you, forcing you to make money. You're just listening to it. I mean, it's, you're a slave to it. Money will not bring you happiness, you know, but I can tell you, you're not going to be happy without it either. I mean, money, if you, if you are together and you're functional, you'll use your money in, for good purposes and that will bring joy. It'll bring joy in your life. But if you, if you try to just grab it and get it and, and, and just having it is a deal, it will not do it. And I, I never had that disease. Thank God. That was never my problem. I'm really mm -hmm. happy that it wasn't. So my my thing was finding that that information to help people live a better life, live the life they were created to be. And think and grow rich. It says what the mind can't conceive and believe it can achieve. It's right. What the mind doesn't believe it does achieve. So what I found, if you want to make good on Napoleon Hill's promise, then you got to get rid of the, what you believe in order to get what you want. And that's what I'm all about. That's what the song I sing because that's all there is. Whatever you believe, make sure in your life there is nothing else. You don't need more education. You don't need more uh, money. You don't need more relationships. You, you, all those things will be brought to you if you get your mind right. And it's not about having a bad attitude. A bad attitude you can see 100 miles away. It's not a bad attitude at all. It's limited opinions that are buried in your subconscious mind that you don't know you have because they got there without your participation and without your permission. So you don't even know they're there. Uh, that science has proven 95% of what we believe is below our mental awareness. What we do is show you that, first of all, validate that that's true, and then find them, little by little, find them and get rid of them. And then in the, in the TMRL, we have what we call eight foundational breakouts, which kind of give you the foundation and from which to work off of. So it's, it's organized now. It took many years to organize it after we got the information. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. No, I feel like we, we share a common goal and that is um, service, helping other people to, you know, yeah, yeah, be, become that, that best version. And yeah, <laughs> right. so I thank you. Thank you very much. Is there anything that you would like to leave with everyone today? Any ending thoughts? Well, if, uh, I guess, uh, you know, if you go to Think More React Less, if you don't do anything else, go to Think More React Less and get started. It's, it's not a theory. It's it's 100% accurate. You know, if you, you know, trying to help the whole world and, and it's help business, business pays for everything, you know. Uh, start with it, share it, and send us a few dollars of donations. I, I have put $30,000 a month into this effort since about 2004, man, about 2004. And I'm, that's, that's hard money. I mean, I make money somewhere else and bring it here to put into this. I would like to start financing itself. You know, and then if you really want to develop yourself, go to Platinum Edge. We have we have professional development for attorneys, accountants, you know, and then we have sales development if you are in direct sales. 
our sales training program is like $149 a month. I think the other one is 79. I mean, you'll get, you get a million dollars worth of information. You can, you know, it's a science. So selling is a science. You have to be as expert in people as you're expert in what you do. If you follow those four modules, even if you don't get privately coached, you're going to get tremendous movement. And then we're going to be training trainers. Like we'll go to a company that has some size. We'll train a trainer so that they can develop their people. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, that's what I'm doing in my own company. That's how I got to this size. We'll, we'll be 20 million today. We'll, you know, we'll probably go from 20 million, 24 million, 30, and then franchise. I mean, how? Why? Because we can we can help people become salespeople, and salespeople aren't walking around looking for a job. They just they're just not mm -hmm. out there. There's only a few naturals, and I wasn't one of them. I was not one of them. I'm yes. saying, you know, I, I <laughs> me neither. Them, you know? <laughs> I, uh, I love to train salespeople, but I'm not one of them. But if you're inclined that way and you're open-minded, we can help you. I can, you know, we don't make you one. We help you make yourself into one by eliminating, I call it trash in your emotional system that allows you to become one. You know, uh, Professional selling is a wonderful profession because you can do it as long as you want. You can do it to whatever scale. You can scale it up, scale it down. You know, if you want to take a month off and take a nice long vacation, you can build up on this end and build up on that end. And if you're successful, your company will put up with that. <laughs> because if you're successful, you can write the ticket. I always tell people I'm training for sales. My salespeople are, you know, they get the best because they they make the money. Without them, nobody else has a job. So I'm going to get, I'm going to work with them. I've already met my salespeople late at night to try to help them get unstuck. I don't have to do that anymore before we organize this, but I'll do just about anything to help, help my salespeople perform or any of my employees too, but especially my salespeople because they make the money. Okay. Absolutely. Wonderful. Well, I will make sure I go and put the links um, so you all can go ahead and take advantage of Think More, React Less, um, which is, I think the website is thinkmorereactless.com, yeah. correct? Okay, but I'll make sure I put the links up too with the video so you guys can go ahead and um, take advantage of that. But you will want to check that out. I have been through it myself. It's a wonderful resource, um, definitely a, a great place to get started, um, to get you prepared. Um, like Sam said, I do agree that, you know, coaching is needed at some point, but sometimes we don't know where to start or we may not have the resources at that time. And Sam is giving you a free resource um, for you to go ahead and, and to get your mind and the right mindset um, to get headed where you need to go. So thank you, Sam, for being with us today. We are actually okay. going to continue our conversation in the Successful Soul Circle. Um, Sam is going to teach us today and give us some of his knowledge over his 50-year career span here in entrepreneurship. Um, so if you have not signed up for the Successful Soul Circle, I suggest you do so. And even if you sign up today, um, you'll still have access to the replays. You have an online classroom where you'll be able to um, watch all of the lives and the replays with our guest experts. So Sam, thank you. We are going to continue our conversation but we are going to end our live broadcast now um, and we will see you all in the successful soul circle okay fine thank you so much i uh, i love to do this and talk about it so it's been a real pleasure and i thank you again thank you okay. For listening to the Live Lead Succeed podcast. We hope that you were inspired and encouraged to reach just a little bit higher today. Remember, you've got this, and we're rooting for you.